Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Venom R1 Business Podcast, and I'm your host. I think today is a day of beauty. I think today is a day of gratitude. I thought about the title of today's podcast, and I said, you know, beauty in the storm. I don't know if I've used that title before. Um, I think I have used Quiet Storm before. But in the middle of the day-to-day challenges in life, you know, sometimes you can see a glimmer of hope and maybe a, a prayer answered. That is exactly what I'm basically feeling today. Is an overwhelming sense of gratitude to the higher power. So many beautiful people that compose the most important parts of my life seem to be in a synergy and a synchronicity of peace and harmony. And it has created miracles outside of my understanding and even outside of my reach. All I can say to the higher power is thank you. Your humble servant. I humble myself in a deep gratitude. Physically, emotionally, psychologically, and in every other facet, fashion, shape, or form. I am so grateful for even the raindrops that I witnessed falling today. The way that the wind has swayed the trees on my estate. I just want to say thank you to the higher power, to all of the people in my life, directly or indirectly, to all of you for embarking on this journey with me. I have to remind our new listeners I am an artist, but I'm also an entrepreneur. I'm a very creative person. I'm very artistic in all that I do. I'm very loving and compassionate. I'm very driven to pursue my dreams. If there's one main focus or consensus of my radio show or my podcast, is the pursuit of happiness through the pursuit of our dreams. I am in this moment where I have all these amazing ideas and they are not my normal thought pattern. I have connected with a higher frequency. I'll give you a basic example. I established Guinness World Records for the last two and a half going on three years of my life. Never did I ever imagine that I would come close to establishing a record that would be world-renowned for all eternity. My name will be etched in history. I've had to live with that reality for the past two and a half to three years. It's a process that was financially very expensive to even start. I went through so many thoughts and emotions and moments and explaining it to people and learning throughout the whole process. I didn't know that I had broken so many records. And I didn't know that each record requires a separate fee, separate form, separate everything. So if I broke 200 records, I have to do this 200 times. To this day... I don't know how many I've broken altogether. But I quickly realized that just to verify these records will cost me millions of dollars that I do not have. So all I can do is pick one to five of the most important ones and establish those records. Then use the notoriety and the additional income that comes from that to certify and verify every other record. 
there were different strategies that I thought about, like crowdfunding, etc. And I tried almost everything that I could possibly think about. For today's idea, I thought about creating a tour separate from my tour as an artist. This is my Guinness tour where I would be showcasing all over the world my over 24 styles of music in 24 different genres as part of 24 different cultures all over the world where I would be showcasing these 5,000 plus records that I've amassed since 2021. We're only in 2023. So technically, if you go by the official recording date that I started for this catalog, this part of my entire catalog, it's not the complete catalog. This is just the last 5,000 or so records. I technically only have two years and two months there are still plenty of months left in 2023 for me to finish the year with even more music today driving home after my long day business meetings I had to do a whole bunch of stuff for my kids and for their school I thought about that to myself because I had seen a publicist and their team exonerate the fact that an Afro beat artist is the first to sell a U.S. stadium or let's say an arena of that magnitude. And I thought to myself, that's a very good angle to promote that tour. So why can't I do that? Let me go back a little bit to elaborate on what I'm trying to convey. You see, there's a reason why my 5,000 records cannot be put up for sale. Not as a catalog, but each individual song as a readily available track on, let's say, all the DSPs, such as Spotify and iTunes, right? And the reason is because I do not have the clearances for the samples in those records. I own the entire song. I'm the producer, the artist, the writer, etc. But the composition of the acoustics, meaning the instrumental or the beat, are owned by respective uh, producers unless they are copyright-free records, which I have some as well. Now, what happens with that is that the process to gain those clearances easily puts that value at over five to $10,000. That's just to start the process to negotiate the, the releases for those records. Now, if you multiply five to $10,000, times 5,000 plus records. That puts my catalog's value upwards of $50 million. Okay? So I want you to take inventory of that. Because of this realization, combined with the pursuit of World Guinness verification or certification, I quickly realized that either path that I took was going to cost a ridiculous amount of money. It may cost a few million dollars to get all the World Guinness uh, records verification, but it may take a few decamillion to get the entire catalog cleared. Now, this is the wild card. There are companies like Hypnosis, and other companies such as Tencent, maybe even a BlackRock or Blackstone that are interested in purchasing huge catalogs. They are very popular for paying an exuberant amount 
for amazing bodies of work from amazing artists all over the world that chose to release or lease or sell their catalogs to hypnosis versus doing the same with an established record label. Let's say, for this example, the first major three, which would be Universal, Sony, and Warner Brother Records. Just to give you an example. So, I thought about crowdfunding to get the money to put the tour together and do another crowdfunding to clear all the legal processes. Lawyer fees, um, retainer fees, fees for the clearances, the samples, the producers, and everything. And then using that to create maybe a documentary, a series, or even a film. I also thought about why don't I just create a corporation and I sell shares of stocks and I use that source of crowdfunding to launch the company as an IPO. So I'm exploring every option to get the funding to launch the tour and launch the company. I also consider venture capital firms, hard money lenders, angel investors, etc. Or just private investors. <laughs> Sorry about that. Or, or just private investors. So in every avenue, I find myself having to make a balanced decision. Every decision that I can make is going to come with a package. So I say, okay, we'll, we'll put all those things on the table. We'll put that on pause. Why don't I just go on tour and generate the money myself to clear the legal fees and get my career in motion? Because although I cannot put these records to be spun on radio, television, or the internet through a DSP like iTunes or Spotify through digital streaming, I can still go on tour, secure my own venues, promote my own events, and perform the records because the records are not for sale. I can sell memorabilia. I can sell merchandise and I can sell my live events as NFTs, which I also own and I create and design and engineer myself. So both technologies spanning from the digital art, which would be the NFT, proof of stake, proof of ownership, public ledger, and all the benefits and features that come with blockchain technology and combine that with physical merchandise and the experience of a live event would be my way to enter the field where I would have the money that I need to hire the best publicists and the best you know, entertainment lawyers and people that are more experienced in these other facets of the music business. So today's idea is like a combination of some of those concepts that we just expressed. Doing a tour, but the tour would be geared to showing the world this amazing catalog and all these styles of music, even though I'm in the process to verify with Guinness and I don't have all the clearances, but that's what the whole event is about. You're witnessing a moment in time as my story unfolds and I'm able to secure these uh, these clearances and get verified, right? While generating the income to sustain whatever any crowdfunding could start. Because I could use crowdfunding to start the company by issuing stocks or just doing a, a Kickstarter for the tour or an album or video, whatever it may be. But as an example, as an artist, I still have to have a career that is sustainable where venture capitalists or even a private investor could come in um, as a minority stakeholder. I have to say thank you to the universe that I even have this challenge because I don't believe in problems. I focus on solutions. And... It can be overwhelming sometimes because 
this is not a conversation I really can have with everybody. Um, people tend to tie their emotions to their mentality. And when somebody doesn't understand the business and they're emotionally invested because they really favor one artist or one style of music or one genre over the other, it's kind of hard to discuss things in a general consensus. So there's so many avenues that I could take. You know, for example, I could put together a business plan and, and I can start having industry shakers, which are like networking events where I am discussing all of these things to shop the catalog around, to shop the deal for myself as a record label, a distributor, a publicist or a publisher and as an artist. Yet my strategy has been start with crowdfunding and go on tour myself. And today's idea was all about why don't I just show this now? And I, and I mean in a in a touring format, right? Why don't I establish another record? Just like even with crowdfunding, I aim to break the record for a solo artist. Like those are my clearly written and defined uh, goals. So. When I try to quantify everything, I see the full picture. It's not complete and it's not perfect. Yet, at every moment that I can, I try to add another building stone to see how I can make everything come together and fit in the best possible way. So, I prayed throughout the entire process. You know, I used my spiritual compass throughout this entire process. As a matter of fact, as part of my verification, I had an idea to reach out to music schools and universities, institutions for music and technology and business and even literature or arts and bringing them together as physical witnesses to these accomplishments in a format or in a forum where every institution that wanted to become part of this fundraiser or this charity event, because all this money I would donate right back to the schools, they would host events over a period of time to establish some of these records where you would see physical displays of the music, visual displays, digital displays, as well as acoustic displays of the music. For example, let's say you go to the university of your choice that is part of this program or part of this experience where you have NFTs being displayed of my music, but you also have a forum in a format where people can listen in to a play of the music or a opera of my music. While this is all taking place, the time that is spent interacting with my catalog would be collected and it would be documented because it would also establish a new Guinness World Record. For example, by my calculations, I could probably play my music, these 5,000 records, you know, a few weeks to a few months nonstop. If I did that in every musical institution or literature institution or artistic or even technology institution, that would be a world record. And it would be an event for the entire world to focus on, to say, wow, you know, you can go to an art gallery and see these physical manifestations of my records and my songs. But then you also have the digital version. Of course, there's merchandise for sale. I even have digital cassettes. And all of this money would go right back to the students and their programs. I want no parts of it. All I would need as an artist is for them to be physical uh, proof or evidence that they witnessed the catalog. And then 
that in itself would establish another world Guinness record. Because let's say each exhibit is able to generate a few million dollars for every institution. Now, I can do my philanthropy, which is the end goal of my music career, but I'm able to do that now. And it makes it different and unique because of the technology. Because remember, for every song, you have a video. For every song, there's an NFT. For every video, there's an NFT. For the song itself, you have the original song. You have the, the digital remaster of the song. And then you have the acapella of the song. One song becomes multiple tangible goods, such as the NFTs. There'll be cassettes, there'll be DVDs, Blu-rays, and NFTs. That's just the song, the acoustic part of the song. Also, you have proof of ownership. When you purchase an NFT, you're buying a portion of the song, a portion of the publishing, and everything that comes with ownership of the record. So my catalog is entrusted to my fan base. You are literally buying a piece of the song or of my career or of the company, a stock, every time you buy an NFT. That's completely separate from the IPO as a company and completely separate from any other type of crowdfunding which would funnel everything that I'm doing. I could give away over you know, half of the proceeds and still establish a record for philanthropy. Now you have the video of the song. Before you have the music video, you have a visualizer that is artistic, that can be even created by the students and the teachers of each institution. Now they have part ownership. They are my indirect business partners because whatever NFTs are created of that visualizer, I could donate over half of them to that institution. And when they sell each one, not only do I get a royalty, but all that funding goes directly to the school. There is no middleman. There is no way to mismanage or misappropriate funds because that money will go specifically to whatever the target is to generate money for. So if the school needs better computers, the NFTs are going to be programmed to purchase the computers and have them shipped to the school. Nobody's going to make the decision of, well, we can afford a 1,000 computers, but we're going to buy 800. Bullshit. It's all going to be programmed in the NFT. Now, beyond that, you have whatever is scripted, the literature and the merchandise, whether it's the song with the lyrics and the musical composition of the song, the recording arrangement for engineering and mastering, for example, that students can also dissect and teach as a class because everything is available there. All the information is condensed in each, every single NFT, in each single collection for each institution and each display. Now, for the visualizer, you also have a version of an NFT that is in sign language, have a version that is written in like calligraphy style you have a version that is written like in hieroglyphs and as many other artistic expressions that can potentially be created for every song meaning no two different universities have to have the same record because there's 5,000 of them right now you have the music video you have the script for the video you have the locations the sets everybody that contributes to putting the videos together now that becomes an NFT. So you have the physical video, you have the NFT version of the video, then you have the behind the scenes of how the video was made, etc. And at every interval, there's a different collection and a different set of NFTs. And again, over half can be donated right back to the institution for whatever they may need. Even if they trade them amongst themselves, it doesn't matter. The entire world will be connected to all of their social networks, and this event pretty much promotes itself. Now, whatever merchandise is also available for sale will be showcased in every step of the process, whether it's the visualizer or the actual music video. Then you have the live performance. So 
what starts very small, like a snowflake, expands into other fields, and it becomes this huge snowball that eventually becomes Mount Everest. It's all the same art and all the same content. It's just expressed in a unique way. We already do this in our mind, in our soul, in our spirits every single day. But this will be the first time that the world will be able to see it and label each part of the creative process. This will be in communication or in combination with any studies they do on my brain as I'm recording, any medical or scientific studies. I have a natural gift that I believe that mankind can learn from and benefit from somehow, some way in the future. Especially when you have, you know, everything going on with AI and, and everything else. So, the live performance, the behind the scenes, the documentary of how it was put together, the commentaries, the interviews of all the people involved, from the most senior position in the university to the students, to the faculty, to the staff, to the actual teachers, to the, the teacher's assistants that actually put the classes and the courses together in PowerPoints and presentations such as PowerPoint. You know, we can even expand it to a class based on Ubuntu and Python and C++ and JavaScript and, and incorporate all of these same teachings that, let's say, the university would showcase during that semester but with the inclination to the artistic, technological side, specifically for music, creative artistic expression, in today's modern day and time, not 20 years ago, 100 years ago. Like, this is a moment in history, in time, in musical history, business history, artistic history, technological history. This is the future, culminating all these concepts, bringing all these things together, are what separates myself as an artist or my brand, what sets me apart and unique to the entire world. So now, during the event, those events are broadcasted. Those events are packaged as Blu-ray DVDs or digital cassettes or thumb drives. They're streamed. They're on Patreon. They're on StreamYard. They're on... OnlyFans, they're on YouTube, they're on Twitch, they're on Discord. Just to give you an example, every physical outlet for every market and every part of the artistic spectrum will be able to connect. Now, it goes even further with licensing deals, sync deals, um, endorsements, public uh, and corporate sponsorships where we can make tailor-made songs for brands and, you know, things of that nature for different products and services. This is something that is just culminating this moment in time. During this process, it's literally documenting the process for a Kickstarter campaign, for verification through Guinness, for securing a, 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 a distribution deal with you know, one of the major record labels to, to sell the catalog to a major publisher, to do a partnership for live events with, let's say, Live Nation and Ticketmaster. This is just an example. This is before the deal. This is before the movie is complete. This is showing the world what we have artistically in today's world at this moment. While everything is developing for the future, and the future technology and where technology and entertainment is eventually going to go. This is like taking a sample of a body of water to see the future. I'm so humbled to be the artist that God chose to do this. So when I got today's brainstorm idea, it was like a eureka moment. Like, damn, maybe just like this artist was being promoted as the first of a genre to sell out a stadium, regardless of what the contexts are, right? I could be the first to do the same in a different type of tour. This has nothing to do with my tour as a regular artist. I can negotiate part of my catalog or all of my catalog. I can negotiate my catalog separately from my record label or from my career as a solo artist. 
I can venture out to all parts of the world because anywhere where there's a limitation, where music stops, art always continues. Literature always continues. Technology always continues to expand. So if you have a market where once that market is saturated, it's completely dominated, and it goes no further, guess what? Through technology, you have tentacles that expand. And then through art, it expands more through literature. These are the things that separate us as human beings from every other race. So I have to say thank you to the universe for even having that thought, for even having the capacity to understand what I'm sharing and conveying to all of you because you guys are an essential part of the puzzle. I know that God blessed me with the ability to have my podcast and my radio show because God knew that I couldn't do it by myself. God knew that I would have to rely on all of my fans and all of my audienceship to get through this process. This is what they're not going to show you in Hollywood. They're not going to glamorize this on TV or a series or a sitcom or a book or a comic book. These are the moments that are missing that is very rare and hard to have access to. This is my way of giving access to my fan base, to me completely, unfiltered, unedited, from A to a trillion, from step one to a trillion dollars in my lifetime. Anybody will be able to go back the same way they can go through the catalog and go back to the first song and see the growth and the development. This is all like a scientific test of psychology, of somebody's mentality, somebody's drive, their passion to really and truly pursue their dream. This is a moment frozen in time. Just like when we create our mint and NFT, it's on the blockchain forever. And it is such a blessing to even be in this position. Sometimes I feel that I don't speak about it enough. Sometimes I feel that, you know, because I'm so careful with people's feelings towards this subject, I hold back. And life has taught me that that moment is no longer an available option for me. I no longer have that luxury. Now I have to bring everything to the forefront. When I listen to my catalog, it takes me to so many different universes. And every song is unique and beautiful, like like a snowflake. It's unique and beautiful on its own. You know, like no two flowers, no two dandelions are the same. They may look the same, but when you put them under a microscope, you see that each one is is different, just like a snowflake. There's no two snowflakes that are the same. So when you make a snowball, or even when you make a snowman, think about how many universes are represented, how many galaxies in each single constellation or cluster of, of snowflakes. So, this creative gift is what has allowed me to see things in this spectrum. Where in my life, everything is so much about right and wrong and doing the right decision and you know, doing the right thing by people and helping people. For example, when I thought about, you know, Guinness telling me that they needed witnesses, you know, they send out their witnesses to, to verify records. Once they've established what the records are, um, I thought about magnifying that. Well, why don't we just have a whole university be witness with the spectator from Guinness, for example? Why don't I make this a community event? Why don't I make this uh, uh, artistic charity event where I could help people just by displaying what God placed in my heart when I created the music. To me, that's worth more than selling a hundred million records. To be able to do that in the beginning of my career, like to start my career on a tour, doing venues, because I have a catalog where I don't need to do music anymore, but I still do it every day because it is what is truly inside of my heart and of my mind and of my soul. And it's a really, really powerful thing. It's something that I want to share with the world. 
is something that for me is once in a lifetime. And I believe in my heart that it will define my career and the history of my catalog of my career. And I am inspired by Prince and Michael Jackson and how hard they fought for the rights of ownership and creative control of their art and their music. I'm also saddened by the fact that in the end, Sony kept Michael's catalog and bought the rest out that they didn't own. And Warner Brothers still has Prince's catalog. What's going to be different about me? Is Universal going to own my catalog? Is Sony going to own my catalog or Warner Brothers or Hypnosis or BlackRock or Blackstone? I don't know that. All I can do is negotiate to the best of my capacity and my ability. You know, it is very humbling when I think about it. That so many thoughts and, and emotions could flow through my, my spirit and my being. And that I'm able to create these phenomenal records. And I love every single one of my songs like, like it's a newborn child. Every song is special and unique and, and it has its, its own moments, you know. And these are all based on moments of my life that I remember vividly that I can lyrically and artistically, creatively go back to that moment in my life where all those things were happening so fast and I had to process them in my permanent memory. Now when I hear an instrumental and I get into a feeling or a mood, I'm able to just connect, like expand my tentacles to the entire universe and just say, this is how I feel. This is what I think. This is what I thought. This is what I went through. This is how it happened step by step by step. Whether it's a love song or it's a party record or a commercial record or a gangster hardcore record, whether it's in English or Spanish, whether it's fast or slow, I don't place any limitations on my heart. You know, if I want to make a love song, I make a love song. If I want to make a party feel good dance record, that's what I do. If I want to do some futuristic techno shit, that's what I do. Whatever I feel, whatever I'm going through in that moment, I'm able to put it in my music artistically. And for me, that is something amazing. You know, it's something beautiful. It's something unique. It's something that can only humble me, that I can only give thanks for. I can only say thank you. That even when I see a storm, I can see the beauty and the raindrops and the way that the, the trees are moving with the wind. And I can see the clouds and appreciate them as well. Because without the clouds, I wouldn't have the rain. But also knowing that eventually the skies will clear up and the beauty will return. You know, I, I see the beauty during the process. I see the finished vision or the, the finished product in inception from the very beginning you know so I just want to say thank you to the higher power for this opportunity to even have this moment of clarity I'm so blessed to have this moment of clarity and to be able to showcase that to all of you before I prepare myself to go into my studio and record today's album what will it be? I don't know. Is it going to be a rock and roll album? Is it going to be merengue, salsa, bachata, reggaeton, punta, cumbia, dembow, trap, hip-hop, Spanish and English? Both? I don't know that. Whatever comes to my mind, whatever's in my heart, then that's what the, the music will be. I think about all my records being NFTs, all my albums, all my EPs, all my mixtapes. And every single one is different. They all make up the mosaic of my body of work artistically. And everybody doesn't understand it. Everybody doesn't understand how I could just function in today's society, day-to-day -day normal society, and tell you about all my superpowers. And people are, like, amazed. People just don't understand. This is really who I am. You know, celebrities, superstars, athletes, or just talented, creative people. They're regular human beings like everybody else. They're just able to 
express themselves as they truly are without fear for prejudice or bias or people thinking this or saying that or gesturizing this or that. It doesn't matter. People that are creative and artistic are free spirits. They're not limited. They're not bound by anything. You can never put me in a box. Not in real life as a human being, not as an entrepreneur, not as a musician, not as a writer, not as a poet. You just cannot. You can, I can sit down, for example, in front of a clear canvas with all the colors of the rainbow and I can paint whatever is in my soul, whatever is in my heart, whatever is truly in my emotions and be completely free and show the entire universe that I'm not afraid to just be myself. And that's it. Whatever you choose to decide about that or how you choose to process that is completely up to you. And God bless you for whatever those thoughts are. But that's never going to slow down or stop what I feel in my heart and what I do every single day. Like, this is truly my love and my passion. And it is the most amazing gift. It has given me everything that I am today. Every moment. Like, I'm the type of person that I give God thanks for a cup of water. So everything else is like like a bonus. Like, I've been poor my entire life. If God gives me a cup of water, I'm like, thank you, Heavenly Father. I, man, thank you so much. Because I know that God doesn't owe me anything, and God didn't have to give me anything, including this ability and this skill and this gift. Most of the people that I grew up around... They gave up on their dreams a long time ago. They stopped a long time ago. They quit a long time ago. They let any type of limitation, their age, their favorite sports team, how tall they are, how short they are, any limitation that they could find to stop and quit and give up on their dream, they use the first excuse to do it. You don't need a million reasons to give up on your dreams. All you need is one. The same way works in the opposite. You don't need a million reasons or a trillion reasons to pursue your dreams. All you need is one. If it's in your heart and it's in your soul and your spirit and it's what makes you happy, go for it. What's the worst that could happen? We only have one life to live. And guess what? We're not going to make it out alive. So we might as well do the best that we can while we're here. I want to be a philanthropist that starts today. I want to help my community that starts right now. I want to reach out to all these beautiful minds in their universities and colleges and city colleges and community colleges and how can I help them I'm gearing everything towards them because they are the have nots they are the ones that are the less privileged I don't want to do everything in Harvard and Pepperdine and you know all those other fancy Ivy League places I want to reach out to the places where the real people are the real shakers and movers, the thinkers of today and tomorrow, the people that are quote-unquote time travelers that can see the future, that know that there's something greater to this universe than whatever was given to them, and there's something more to life than what our eyes can see or our ears can hear or even our minds can understand. There is a greater power that makes all this shit work. And if you focus on too many little things, you'll miss the entire spectrum. God created the whole motherfucking universe for all of us. And it's up to us to tap into all that energy and power. You understand me? It takes hard to pursue your fucking dream. It takes hard to go out there and work hard every single day and have a fucking vision no matter what the fuck happens. What people fucking say and do and gesturize and feel and think and perceive and none of that shit has nothing to do with you. None of that shit has nothing to do with my fucking universe. I'm fucking Thanos. I'm Galactus. All that energy, I just absorb it and I create beautiful things. And that's it. I'm a fucking beam of light. You understand me? I'm love, I'm peace, I'm understanding, I'm, I'm, I'm growth. I am, the, you know, what brings and keeps everything together. And that same power and ability is, is inside each one of us. Why are we so fucking afraid to pursue our dreams? What is so bad? What the fuck is the worst that can happen? Why do we 
allow ourselves to be around negative things and negative people that are always putting us down, belittling us, shitting on us. When life is fucking hard already as it is, don't fucking come to me with no negative shit. Don't come to me with no hurtful, painful shit. I've already suffered my entire life. I've been through all the worst fucking shit that a fucking soul, spirit, mind, body person could go through. Fuck that shit. That stage, that era, that moment of my life is behind me. Now is the Conan Sags and the Paganis and the Hennessy Venoms and fucking Ferraris and Porsches and Lamborghinis and Aston Martins and Lotuses. You understand me? Now it's the mansions, the private jets, the fucking excellent meals, the yachts on the fucking Atlantic Ocean. Like, this is the completion of that challenge. Whatever test God had for me in my life, I've passed it. Now I'm moving on to a different frequency, a different level of experience as far as a different level of life and living. Life cannot be all about problems and drama and stress and chaos and and fucking battles and corruption and confusion and all that shit. It's fucking horrible. It is a motherfucking choice. I choose happiness. I choose my dreams. I choose my visions. I choose the future. I choose all of the people that I love all the people that I can help directly or indirectly. I plan to leave behind a foundation that is going to continuously help people as long as it can potentially do so. These are my legacy goals. What am I leaving behind? My music catalog is one of my most cherished things. My entire life is in my music. I gave the world, the universe, my life. What God gave to me, I gave to the world already. Now I'm finally going to reap the benefits and the rewards from it. My dream was never about me. It was about making the dreams of all the people around me that I saw in poverty and pain and in hurt make all of their dreams come true. That's where my happiness came from. Now that I'm older, I'm wiser, I'm more educated, you know, I have a higher level of intelligence, more discipline, now I can help even more. Now I can do so much more. And that's what it's all about. That is the fucking fabric that composes our dreams. I see the beauty now in the thunderstorm. The same way I see the beauty in the snowstorm. I see the happiness and the success beyond the fury, the hurt, and the pain. It's possible. All I ever needed was an opportunity to explore that, to expand on that level of consciousness. All I needed was an opportunity. I knew that I could be great if I just had one opportunity, that I could seize the fucking moment and take the whole shit over, change the whole music industry, change the whole music business, change the whole entertainment industry and the whole entertainment business help as many fucking people as I can and that's it that's all I want I want nothing more than that to be able to enjoy my family my beautiful children to be able to travel the world do my music connect with people I can't wait to see people wearing my shirts and my shoes and my pants and my socks and my t-shirts and my watches and my hats and my bandanas and my backpacks and this that and the third I can't wait you know, to rock the crowd, you know, 100,000 crowd, 200,000 crowd, you know, I can't wait to give them all live shows. After I do this tour with these records that are already showcased, I want to go on tour performing live all new songs that I'm going to create at the venues. I'm going to show the world what I'm able to do, what I've been able to do my entire life in real time. People can stream it, download it, watch it on YouTube, or they can go to the event. They can buy the NFTs in Japan the same way they could buy them in Switzerland, the same way they could buy them in Canada, Central America. I got music in English. I got music in Spanish. 
and that's just the beginning. I may not get an endorsement from a company or corporation in America. I may get one in China or in Asia or in the Middle East or in Europe or in Africa. Who knows? There's no product too small. There's no product too big. In my country, where my family's from, there's a company that makes like a nacho cheese and a lot of artists, they only get paid like less than 15000 to endorse this company, right? And in my country, it's a taboo. Like, oh, if you do their cheese commercial, you know, you're low class or whatever. I don't have that problem. I don't care if, if, if the public sponsor or the endorsement comes from a cupcake factory or a mom and pop store. I would do it just because... I feel that it's a blessing that God gave to me to even be able to be considered to do it. What the fuck do I have to lose? What the fuck is so bad? What would be the problem? You know, if I could do a fucking jingle for Chick-fil-A, I could do a jingle for KFC and Popeyes and fucking Panera Bread and Olive Garden and Red Lobster. No limitations. Anybody that reaches out to my company... They have my money. So we can work out the negotiation terms. That's not a problem. Value for value relationship. Oh, your company makes t-shirts? Let's work out a deal. Your company makes socks? Let's work out a deal. You make movies? Let's work out a deal. You have a food franchise? Let's work out a deal. You do technology. You do real estate. You do financing. Let's work out a deal. Let's negotiate. That's it. I'm here to do business. I'm an artist, but I'm also an entrepreneur. I'm a philanthropist, but I also want to get things done. I don't want to just donate money to this and donate money to that. No, I want to put my money to good use. I don't need all the money in the world. After my family's comfortable and I'm able to yield the profit, I'm willing to help and give with the rest. And that's my prerogative. I don't ask anybody to, you know fit that mold or subscribe to that subscription. I don't expect other people to hold themselves to that high of a standard, but that's who I am. That's not just what I do. Music is not just what I do. It's really who I am. Music flows through every fucking cell in my body, and I thank God for creating me in his and hers own image with all these God-like abilities. All I can say is thank you. And all I can be is grateful that I have an opportunity every single day to pursue my dreams. And I can't see beauty in the storm. That is all the time that we have for today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for coming along with me on this journey every single day. May you conquer everything in your path today. And may everything that you touch turn into solid gold. Always remember to dream big because dreams come true. It happened to me, and I know for a fact it's going to happen to you. I love you guys so much, and thank you so much. You guys inspire me every single day, and I could never, ever do any of this without you guys. Thank you so much, and once again, God bless. I love you so, so much. And I just want you to say thank you to the universe for all the blessings that you have in your life as well. See you on the next one.